0: It's propaneplus.com. Propane Plus. Call them, 401-885-4209. You're listening to the John DePetro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com on this Friday. You know what it is, um, it's it's so disappointing, and that is the actions. Now, we'll see how it exactly how it fleshes out, but governor mckee it almost seems as if that in the budget uh the current budget that they're gonna uh, submit that he's trying to make up for the fact that less people are sending their children to the public schools especially it centers around providence providence has lost literally thousands of students failing system and what they what they need to do would be like any type of business they need to close schools they need to give more choice but until we get more information, it would almost seem as if the Governor McKee, their plan is to still, oh well, you know, we still have to keep all the the money in, well, money in place, meaning you know, for the all the public school teachers and, and and I'm not saying you like defund them, but if they have less students attending there, which they do, because of things they they haven't recovered because of various reasons, the pandemic was a big part of that. You also have uh, school. More ch- uh, parents are opting to homeschool, or or finally, or decide no, we're going to send our child to a private school, or or whatever it may be. They a lot of them want the charter schools, which makes such a huge difference. But it's um this business of I, I'm not even the, the 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 sales tax is pathetic. <laughs> I mean, Rhode Island sales tax is at 7%. New Hampshire, zero. Vermont, six. Maine, 5.5. Connecticut, 6.3. Massachusetts, 6.25. Governor McKee, we're going to lower it to 6.85. I mean, it's just a joke. It's so simple. Make Make the state sales tax less than the two states surrounding it which are connecticut and massachusetts as a matter of fact to me make it much less not just six percent you're the highest seven percent make it three make it four well you know the state depends on all the revenue well you don't need all those people working at the state house and plus you have all that that money from covid as far as any education money i think people need to understand all all they seemingly they're not putting the money into there's nothing that impacts the actual education of the students so there's really like all these brand new schools they're going to build that that's just that's just the unions are building new schools there's no evidence that in any way the test scores go up as i've mentioned in providence they have some state-of-the-art brand new schools and 95 percent of the children can't do the work at their grade level and it's closer to 100 percent in math so just in english 95 percent so a brand new school that that doesn't it doesn't raise test scores it just it just gives it's just a brand new building project is what it is a very expensive building project as a matter of fact but uh, talk about like a timid approach governor McKee have we ever seen anyone he's just not the leader for our time but I want to go back to he wasn't supposed to be see this is what happens when someone wins who's not supposed to win if he had not been governor if Gina Raimondo had not left there's no way Dan McKee wins because the only way he got in was because he was governor he then gave out all these things and bought everyone off for their votes Helena folks won over the voters with her plans her leadership style and what she planned to do the way she conducted herself she got people to buy in McKee didn't do that McKee had to buy everybody off so therefore he's really not remember he lost primary day Helena folks won on primary day Dan McKee only got in because the 3,000 union mail ballots so therefore he's not going to come up with anything bold exciting he's not going to change anything Governor McKee is like the epitome of the status quo. But he's also, to his credit, I think he he recognizes his own, he's a very limited leader, very limited skill set. Um, he he doesn't have, a, you know, he just doesn't have it. He wants to just to nickel and dime, nibble at the edges. This business that somehow we're going to match Massachusetts in education is is just, it's beyond ludicrous um he he is certainly not the person that's going to bring it there so the public school system is a failed experiment it's broken the whole thing should be dissolved in some way they need to start closing these underperforming failing schools and then opening public charter schools where they don't what's the biggest difference they're not controlled by the unions so the principals can hire good teachers the principals can fire bad teachers They can extend the school day. They can have more than the allotted number of days. They don't have the constraints that the teachers unions who run the schools. That's why charter schools have been successful. And a big part of it is getting rid of bad teachers. Right now it's impossible to fire a teacher. So very disappointing uh, budget from this uh, McKeith administration. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. 1524 atwood avenue in johnston that's right in the atwood medical center and also 5750 post road east greenwich online at admedurgentcare.net you're listening to the john dipetro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website dipetro.com without question the news of the week has been the murder charges against the husband brian walsh uh, so gruesome, not only murdering but dismembering and then disposing of the body of his wife Anna Walsh, of Cohasset. It is uh, riveted the obviously our region, but even the nation. It's even actually a, an international story because of it reaches all the way to Serbia, where she's originally from. Her mother did an interview there, and then said that she is uh, just heartsick that that she missed a phone call from her on New Year's Eve so we'll never know what that conversation was certainly could have proved well we don't know uh if it would have proved pivotal but here's what I'd like to do since it's Friday I'd like to just play back to back both court appearances his first court appearance and then the the big one uh this week where then he was in court once again and they laid out and I think what really to me has resonated with people those google searches and because i think of the rela- the relatability as far as people googling various things and using that as a tool but when you hear it explained that way and the time frame timeline they set up i found that that i believe anyway that just seemingly really resonated with the public i'm not saying it's not gruesome when you hear things recovered but when you hear of the ploy, the manner of which then he was exploring exactly what he was going to do in the situation, I think that's what's really captivated people in uh, the general region, and it's just so haunting, and, um, and it is, it is, it is uh, it's horrifying is what it is, and the guy is a monster, he truly is, except he's a man, and he was her husband, and they have three boys it does seem that it was then whatever reason he somehow made the decision to then just get rid of her and you know almost like threw her away and then was going to claim the inheritance and was going to claim that that she was still gee i don't know what happened to her she uh, flew back to washington so you may want to look around there and then you know there's so many elements he didn't report her missing because he was waiting for the where you dumped her the dumpsters to then pick up the various remains so it's um the whole thing is just and i i want to again commend obviously great police work and the da and the way they lay out the case so back to back you can hear the first time he was in court and then the second time which was this week which is just so gruesome as prosecutors lay out the case against brian walsh and the charge is murder you're listening to the John DiPietro Show. It's AM 1380 99.9 FM. While he was finally in court, Brian Walsh, and we're learning a lot more about his actions with his wife missing. Let's pick it up. This is Brian Walsh in court in Quincy regarding facing murder charges, his wife, Anna Walsh. You're also charged in return and body,
1: did, without lawful authority, did willfully dig up or remove human remains. If not guilty, please, will be entered. Do you understand those charges, Mr. Walsh? I hear from the common Yes, thank you, Your Honor. Um, we're not contesting bail or probable cause, so we would ask that if you be released. Really- thank you, Ms. Minor, but I have to satisfy myself with probable cause. Thank you. Thank this you, Your Honor. Easy. Lynn B. for the Commonwealth. The defendant is now before the court charged with murder of his wife, Anna Walsh, as well as dysentery of the body. Anna was 39 years old and mother of three children, two, four, and six. Anna worked in Washington, D.C., splitting her time weekdays between D.C. during the week and uh, staying in her house in Cohasset, where she lived with the defendant and their three kids. On January 4th of 2023, Cohasset Police received um, a call from her Washington, D.C. employee indicating that she was missing. Um, she was due to report uh, to work on January 4th, but did not appear. She had a flight on January 3rd from Logan to D.C., which she did not forward. Cohasset Police went to the house at Chief Justice of Cushing Highway for a well-being check. It was only at this time well, when they met with the defendant that he first reported his wife missing. defendant stated his wife left the house at approximately 6 a.m. on January 1st, New Year's Day. He stated she took an Uber or a lift, uh, to go to the airport, that she was turning to D.C. for work. Records were checked and there were no Uber or Lyfts to that house on January 1st. defendant said he had not spoken uh, to his wife since the early morning hours on New Year's Day. Pahasset police were granted permission to bin, um, on his phone to locate her or her phone. Anna's phone indicated that it was stationary in the area of the Pahasset house on New Year's Eve until 3.14 a.m. on January 2nd. There were no outgoing calls made at that time, and at 3.14 a.m. on the 2nd, it was turned off. Defendants stated Anna should have been wearing a dress, a black jacket, hunter boots, watch, ring, as well as carrying a crowd of purse. The defendant gave a time of 6 or 6 10 a.m. on the 1st when he last saw her. What I'd like to do now is just describe his actions on the days from January 1st. The defendant indicated on January 1st uh, that 3 p.m. he did some errands and went to his mother's house in Swampscott, but got lost um, because he didn't have his phone. He said he knew it was lost when he saw the pirate ship on Route 1. The defendant stated, stayed 15 minutes, then went to Whole Foods and CVS. Surveillance was checked and he did not enter either of those stores. On January 1st, defendant Googled using his son's iPad. Some of his searches are as follows. Keep in mind that the defendant said he left at 6 a.m. At 4.55 a.m. on January 1st, he searched how long before a body starts to smell. At 4.58 a.m how to stop a body from decomposing. At 5.20 a.m., he searched how to bound a body. At 5.47 a.m., 10 ways to dispose, dispose of a dead body if you really need to. At 6.25 a.m. on the 1st, how long for someone to be missing to inherit. At 6.34 a.m. on the 1st, can we throw away body parts? At 9.29 a.m., what does formaldehyde do? At 9:34 a.m. on the first, how long does DNA last? At 9:59 a.m., can identification be made on partial remains? At 11:34 a.m., dismemberment and the best ways to dispose of a body. At 11:44, how to clean blood from wooden floor? At 11:56 on the first, luminol to detect blood. At 1:08, what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? At 1.21 p.m. is the federal throw crime scene clothes away or wash them? Those were on the January 1st. There was also information gained from the defendant's phone which showed on January 2nd, he was at Home uh, Goods in Norwell where he purchased three rugs. There were also more Google searches on January 2nd. At 12.45 p.m. Uh off best 2 to dismember. At 1.10 PM, can you be charged with murder without a body? At 1.14 PM, can you identify a body with broken teeth? On January 2nd, following those, uh, the defendant uh, was seen on surveillance at the Home Depot in Rockland. In checking the surveillance, the defendant is observed on a security camera, pushing their car. Items included cleaning products, mops, brushes, tape, top, type, um, a tie suit with boot covers, buckets, goggles, baking soda, a hatchet. He had a face mask and rubber gloves on at the time he was pushing the cart in Home uh, Depot. At 532, 32, he was seen at the Derby Street in Hangham, now removing gloves and a mask. Uh, data from his phone also tracked his whereabouts on January 3rd. Uh, locations uh, were traveled at 27 on January 3rd to an apartment complex in Abington. Surveillance so shows the defendant's Volvo, as well as a male fitting the defendant's appearance, exit a car near the dumpster. He walks to the dumpster carrying a garbage bag. He's leaning, and it appears to be heavy, as he has to heft it, heft it into the dumpster. He walks to the dumpster with a uh, garbage bag uh, and leaves it. On 4.48, we hit another complex in Abington, and at 5.10 p.m., cell phone shows, records, at another apartment in Brockton. Video shows um, a party consistent with uh, his appearance and his global Again, he discarded items in the dumpster. On January 3rd, that same day, at 1.02 p.m., he did some more. Google searches. What happens to hair on a dead body? At 1.13 p.m., what is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on a surface in the woods? At 1.20 p.m., can baking soda mask or make a body smell good? On January 4th, uh, the following day, the defendant went to Home Goods and TJ Maxx. He purchased towels, as well as bath mats and men's clothing. At 4.15 that day, on the 4th, he went to Lowe's where he purchased squeegees and a trash can. On January 4th, when Passett police went to the house uh, on the well-being check, officer observed his Volvo with seats down and a plastic liner in the back of the car. The next day, a view of the Volvo showed his seats folded down, floor mats with some dirt and the carpet appeared to show fresh vacuum streaks. When asked about the liner, the defendant said he threw in the trash. Chemists uh, later uh, analyzed the car and it was present applied in the car. On January 5th, a review of the data from defendant's shop phone showed his phone traveled at 8 a.m. first Tuesday here and then to Swampstick where his mother resides. The phone traveled to the complex where his mother lives at 9.30 a.m. Went for about five minutes around the building to the southeast corner. In the southeast corner of that complex uh, is where there was a dumpster. The dumpster was later uh, secured and searched. On January 8th, police and crime scene services searched the housing for They found blood in the basement, a knife with the presence of blood. The knife was damaged. A second knife was also found in that basement. In addition, there was heavy duty. Large top plastic is purchased from that Home Depot trip. As part of the investigation, uh, police check for activity on honors, credit cards, bags, flights, trains. There was no activity um, since she was last seen on January 1st. Um, police also tried to track down what happened to the bags that the defendant was seeing throwing in the dumpster earlier. Um, this was over in Abington. These bags, what was in them, were already picked up. And taken to a location for shredding entry, and being incinerated. By the time police located that they're already destroyed. However, investigators did secure and search the dumpsters from uh, friendless Mother's Complex in swampskip It was searched at a transfer station in Peabody. Investigators recovered 10 trash bags. Inside the trash bags, many of these items contained uh, stains uh, consistent with blood, in fact a lot. Among the items secured were towels, rags, slippers, tape, tyvek suit, gloves, cleaning agents, pockets, rugs, hunter boots, Prada purse, a COVID-19 vaccine card in the name of Alana Walsh, a hacksaw, a hatchet, and some cutting shears. The purse and boots were described as what Hannah was last seen in. A portion of the rug was heavily stained with red brown stains. The substance was consistent with also having baking soda on it. There was a portion of a necklace consistent with one that Anna had been seen wearing in photos. The state crime lab performed testing on certain selected items that were uh, recovered from those trash bags. There was human blood one found, found on them, and then they were sent for DNA testing. The findings are as follows. On the slippers in the interior, Anna and Brian Walsh were contributors to the DNA on those slippers which had blood on them. On the exterior, Anna and Brian Walsh contributed to the DNA found on those slippers. The Tyvek suit. On the interior cuffs, Anna and Brian Walsh contributed to the DNA that was left on them. On the exterior, partially, on the exterior, left pant leg, Anna Walsh was contributor to the DNA. On the interior right sleeve, Anna Walsh was a, uh, a contributor to the DNA that was found on the pirate uh, suit. There was tissues which found that Anna Walsh contributed to the DNA. Uh, there was one other earlier Google search, which would be a note. On December 27th, defendant Googled, what's the best state to divorce from the end? Rather than divorce it, he believed that Ryan Walsh dismembered. Anna Walsh had discarded her body. The bags were laid discarded in Swampscott and contained uh, Anna's property and the items used to clean up, as well as the DNA that was left behind. The Commonwealth is asking that the defendant be held without bail for the murder of his wife. Thank you, Mr. You wish to be heard at all? No, Your Honor. Thank you. The defendant will be held without bail pending indictment. Can we have a date for probable or do you have a reserve time for? Not at this time, but I will. Um, Your Honor, we have a uh, date of February 7th already for the, I'm um, saying it's February 9th. I think it's the 9th. Oh, February 9th, I apologize. Uh, if you'd want to put on the status on that date. And that's by Zoom, Your Honor, correct? By
2: Zoom. Yes, Do you that. want a status date or a problem cause
1: date? Status date is fine. Okay. February 9th or status, please. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Your Honor.
2: Well, sir, you held until February 9th, For well, sir,
0: That's what it sounded like in court. It's gruesome. Boy, they have a solid case. There's a lot to unpack there, as they say, so to speak. Starting with the, you know, googling how long before you can inherit. This was over the money this business of divorce. It sounds like divorce was pending. I learned from some of her friends in D.C. She was going to bring her three young boys with her to D.C. He came up with an alternate plan, and that was to kill her in the early morning hours of New Year's Day. That is remarkable that when the police went, on the well-being check there's the volvo with the seats down and a plastic liner there what's unfortunate is that the police did not right there start asking questions about that he then vacuumed the car they still found her blood in the car the searches are very damning it sounds like he was able to get rid of Her body parts in Brockton and Abington, these different dumpsters. Also, though, they did find her COVID card, amongst other items. So again, that's Brian Walsh. You get good insight as to what he did in the aftermath of that. How to get blood out of a wood floor. So who knows exactly where it happened. We don't know where the wood floor is, but, and the whole business of, well, there's a lot. There's a lot that you just heard there. Again, that is the murder charge on Brian Walsh. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Get the most of your outdoor space with Limitless Outdoors. Call today for a free quote, 401 580 1852. Limitless Outdoors. They specialize in patios, walkways, steps. They did a fantastic job on my outside steps. Outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installations, excavation. Call Limitless Outdoors today. Let's dream, build, and enjoy. 401 580 1852, based in Smithfield, Limitless Outdoors. They also do indoor fireplaces or outdoor fireplaces. Limitless Outdoors. Call them today. Free quote. Get the most of your outside. You're going to love what they can do for you. 401 580 1852. 401 580 1852. Limitless Outdoors. Dream, build, enjoy. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. So I want to also play, I want you to listen. This was the first time Brian Walsh was in court. And for this, he was charged with misleading a police investigation. So they executed the search warrant that Sunday. They also got his car. They found her blood in the car. You know, I was there that Saturday when they had the canines around the vehicle. And then eventually they were able to get the vehicle. So, but they found the bloody knife in the basement and it also sounds like they got a lot more in the house but i want to just play you can hear What an incredible job by investigators of where they started with and then where they ended up with as far as the murder charges so it's very tragic uh we don't know where in the house this took place it sounds like they may be able to be able to determine it though but he seemed to be doing his work in the basement let's start off though this was when he was first in court so brian walsh in court prosecutors say investigators found blood and a bloody damaged knife in the basement of the home in cohasset he was captured on surveillance tape video buying cleaning supplies tarps on january 2nd so that was the monday the weekend search turned up blood in the basement bloody broken knife he bought the tarp buckets mops and tape at home depot in rockland on the monday she was last seen on the morning of january 1st so they're asking for 500,000 bail so this is very significant damaged knife in the home he's also by the way supposed to be home on home confinement so he's been arraigned this brian walsh being arraigned and blood found knife uh, 400 dollars worth of cleaning supplies from home depot so this story obviously has just gone to another level with this anna walsh i think it's now it's just a matter of so now we get an idea the picture gets clearer so that the the question now is where she is the fact that they found these things um last scene i mean this is really incredible what is taking place right now uh, as we speak and what they have found out and that's why they have um, this is just some of the you sound that
1: charge, Mr. yes I'll hear from the commonwealth yes good morning your Honor Lynn B. Lynn for the Commonwealth. Your Honor the charge before the court right now the defendant is charged under the intimidation, that being misleading the police in the course of an investigation. The investigation was into the uh, missing person of Anna Walsh. Anna uh, is the wife of this defendant. She's 37 years old. They have three children, two, four, and six. Anna Walsh was last seen on New Year's Day about uh, between 4 and 6 a.m. in the morning. The defendant indicated that she left the house to go uh, She works in Washington, D.C. The defendant indicated in the subsequent interview that she left the house around 6 a.m. taking an Uber or Lyft to go to the airport uh, where she was going to go to work uh, in D.C. That was the last time uh, she was seen. Uh, In the course of the investigation, um, police were notified around January 4th by her employees in Washington, D.C. that she had not shown up for work on January 4th. Uh, that was the first time that she was uh, notified that she was missing. Up until this point, the defendant had not notified anyone that she was missing. In uh, the investigation was determined that she actually had a plane ticket for January 3rd, which she did not use, and did not show up at the airport nor her D.C. job or her apartment in D.C. Um, It was indicated that the defendant, um, uh, they checked, uh, police checked during the course of this investigation, there was not a Uber uh, or any kind of lift that had picked her up on January 1st. Uh, In fact, in the course of the investigation, it was determined that her cell phone pinged in the area of the house, which is uh, located on Chief Justice Cushing Way, that her phone pinged on the first and the second which is after the defendant had said she had left. Additionally, the defendant right now was on uh, house arrest, uh, pending sentencing in federal court. Part of that probation and condition, he was to report his whereabouts if he was to leave the house. Um, He indicated as part of the investigation when police spoke with him, that on January 1st, he went to his mother's house. However, it took him a lot longer because he got lost going to his mother's house in Swampskin. He also subsequently indicated and stated to the police that he went to Whole Foods and CVS. Police uh, subsequently did surveillance and checked. There was no surveillance or indication that he went to Whole Foods nor CVS. He indicated he purchased some items. There's no receipts for him having purchased that. He then returned home. Surveillance uh, uh, was checked by several police during this time frame. These statements caused a lot of delay as part of the investigation as police now were focusing on the North Shore. He further indicated that on January 2nd, as he was supposed to report in, that the only time he left is that he went to take his son for some ice cream. Surveillance checked during the investigation indicated that defendant, in fact, on January 2nd, sometime after four o'clock, went to the Home Depot, um, which is in Glockland, He's on surveillance at that time, purchasing about $450 worth of cleaning supplies. That would include mops, bucket, tops, um, T-Vex, drop cloths, uh, as well as various kinds of tape. Uh, He's on surveillance at that time uh, on January 2nd, even though he said he never left the house. Uh, Police obtained a search warrant and actually searched the house. with crime scene services. During that time, they found blood in the basement. Uh, Blood was found in the basement area, as well as a knife, which also contains some blood. Uh,
2: Could you repeat that last time I missed
1: it? Yes, uh, in the basement, uh, crime scene services uh, recovered and found blood in the basement area, in a section of the basement. There was also a knife that was found. On the knife, there was also blood, uh, and part of the knife was damaged. Your um, Honor, these various statements caused a delay uh, in the investigation to the point that during the time frame when he didn't report his wife and gave various statements, that allowed him time to either clean up evidence, uh, dispose of evidence, and um, causing a delay. Uh, as of this time, uh, Anna Walsh has not been found. Um, so because of that, the Commonwealth is asking 500000 cash bail. All
0: right, obviously bombshell. Revelations from Brian Walsh in court. You're listening to the John DiPietro show. We- the Cohesit Inn, 226 Cohesit Avenue in West Warwick, Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food, great atmosphere, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. They can also accommodate large groups. A great meal, a feast, is waiting for you at the Coheset Inn. Stop it and see them all year round. 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you at the Coheset Inn. Folks, you're listening to the John DePetro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's a thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine 1380, 99.9 FM can always listen online at our website, to It's time for our legal segment. Joining us right now, he is our legal expert Rhode Island attorney, Tim Dodd and Tim uh, let's start off very dramatic day in that courtroom. Uh, they brought the murder charge against Brian Walsh and also transporting of a body. It was um, to say the least. I mean, it is, it was so grisly the way they mapped it out. Curious to hear your thoughts as to what seemingly could be the biggest problem. It, it should be noted. Tracy minor, his attorney, she issued a statement saying to the media, don't contact me, but they're going to mount the defense in this case. But let's just start off with what was a, a very dramatic day in court.
2: Yeah, well, it was a very dramatic day. I mean, we're learning lots of information about the defendants' movements, um, you know, in that time period after Anna Walsh went missing, Um and it's it's, tr- it's truly stunning. I mean, this guy was not the best criminal, apparently. Nope. I mean, there are um, confiscated um, laptops, I guess. And he's, as we all know, gone online to say, what's the best way to dispose of a 115-pound body? But yeah. there's others. How long does it take for a body to start to um, smell? Yep. Um What's the ten best ways to dispose of a body? I mean, the, the list goes on and on about all the places he went online, um, looking for specific advice on disposing of a body. Now, in addition to that, he he threw they, they have about I think ten uh, garbage bags full of yep. um, evidence. They've got um, clothes with blood on it like rags and other towels with blood on it um her clothing i believe her boots um her covid card um what purports to be some of his blood and some of her blood um they don't have a body and they may never get a body And there's, you know, the old adage, you know, it's hard to convict somebody of murder if you don't have a party, a a body, excuse me. But they've got so much other corroborating evidence about this guy's movements, his lies to the authorities, his research on disposing of a body. um, It's pretty compelling. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they don't have a body. So... It, a lot will depend on what the um, the lab results are about all of the material that was found in these garbage bags um, how the the blood on the towels and the clothing and the other um, instruments the saw the knife etc um, that's going to um, go a long way if it's if it's Shown to be her blood and his blood, right? In, in such a volume, I mean, they live together. I mean, that can occur, but not with the volume of material that we're led to believe the cops have um, found. Now, you brought up John the point of his attorney, yeah, uh, in her press release saying, "I'm not going to argue this case in the media." You can charge anyone with anything. Proving it in court is quite a different story. And we intend to challenge every aspect of this case in a courtroom, not in the newspapers, not in the media. And right. as you say, she's not going to give statements. She's not going to give interviews. She's not going to do any of that. So as we look at this case, it looks pretty bad for the husband. I mean, the, the volume of... Um, suspicious activity and the volume of what we presume is going to be um, DNA evidence Um, you would think that the guy is toast but as with so many other cases we look to OJ as the bench the OJ case is the benchmark for how what we think is a slam dunk case can go off the rails so like every other DNA case um, the defense Manner of collection, the chain of custody, the lab uh, analysis. I'm sure um, this guy has hired himself a very fine criminal defense lawyer. Sure. I don't know how much money is available for her to hire experts, but you know that they're going to do their own uh, forensic analysis. They're going to want to have their own people go through this. Um, physical evidence for DNA information. Um, So it's going to be probably largely a science case. Um, And if there's problems, let's assume the chain of custody, there's a problem and that evidence is excluded. Well, if you don't have that DNA and that blood evidence, if it was improperly collected, and I'm just using that as an example, that can gut the government's case so it's not an obvious defense for what you may think occurs but this is going to be challenging every scrap of evidence the state intends to put in and the the job will be for defense counsel to keep as much of it out as is humanly possible because the less of it that gets in in front of a jury the harder it's going to be to convict this guy right
0: Tim Dodd, what about the charge of uh, like transporting a, a body and and so forth? Um, is, is that, I mean, again, is that another charge that ties in with the fact of what they found in the dumpster? I,
2: I presume so. I mean, yeah. the 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 hypothesis right now is that he was efficient in, um, I guess. Um, dismembering her putting her in with with the trash if you will and that the speculation is that her remains may well have been incinerated at this juncture and they may never be able to recover her body because if it was incinerated and it's no longer available and if that occurred before the cops could go find her or pieces of her then there may never be a body but she wound up somewhere and she wasn't in the house. Right. Um, but without a body or pieces of her body, it's going to be difficult to prove that he transported her somewhere.
0: Yes. Tim Don, what about um, the Google searches on the, on the son's iPad? Do you, should we look at this that, you know, maybe someone could try to explain that away if you didn't have the other stuff, but it, it, it sure sounds with what they laid out today in court, that they seem to have a pretty good timeline to work off of what his actions were, what his movements were, and that leads you to the conclusion that he, he killed her in the house and then he dismembered and then got rid of the body.
2: Well, that, that's what the timeline and the, um, the offer of proof that the state um, offered in court would lead yep. you to believe. I mean, and when you look at all the different websites that he went on to, which were all specific about how do you dismember a body, how do you dispose yeah. of a body, how long before a body starts to um, emit an odor, yeah. um, it would all be consistent with a guy trying to figure out how to get a corpse out of his house.
0: Right. And what about um, he initially told the authorities that, that you know, no, no, she, she left and she took, like an Uber or a Lyft, to Logan airport. And she had to go back to Washington DC. It, it sounds like he also kind of locked in on, you know, she, they mentioned her social media is quiet. She hasn't used any credit cards. Um, her phone was still pinging at the house, but then it, it's not pinging. So it, it, it sounds as if he also kind of locked himself into a, a an alibi, if you will, that he's still the last one saw her alive, but his alibi or story of where he was saying she went, it, it just, there's no way that it adds up.
2: No, none of it adds up. And, you know, no. he, he told the cops that he went to a CVS and he told the cops that right. he went to Whole buy Whole Foods yeah. to buy stuff for his mother. And there's no evidence of him making any purchases there. There's no evidence of him being in either of those stores uh, based upon the um, surveillance cameras, so just because you lie doesn't mean you killed your wife. But it's right. it's the it's this all of this stuff piles up. Mm. Um, you know, he lied about her getting on a plane. He lied about getting her a, a, a ride service to take her to the airport. Uh, he came up with a preposterous story to account for the time that. He was not where he was supposed to be that he was driving to his mother's house. Yeah, he and got, he lost. got lost. I mean, yeah. that's not even plausible.
0: No. And he put himself right in Swampscott where apparently they, they got the stuff for the dumpsters. Now, Tim, Scott, <laughs> do you think, does this, does this become a trial? I mean, I, I mean, who, who knows? It, it sounds like it's going to be a long process in going through all the evidence. And in fact, again, um, I think the family does have some money, but if he's going to um, be able to, it, it does this see a courtroom? Because it it sounds like he's, I, I there's certainly no deal here, that's for sure.
2: No, I don't think there's a deal here. And, you know, he seemed to um, act, he, uh, he's not a very good criminal, but he acted in a way that, was logical in terms of trying to cover his tracks, even though it was really not well done. Um, So I don't think he will, at the end of the day, have an insanity defense. I don't think he'll have a diminished capacity defense. I don't think any of that will be available to him. The only way this goes to trial is if the defense, as we said earlier, has enough information, scientific information to go after the physical evidence and the DNA testing and see if they can keep that stuff from coming into evidence because without a body and if they keep out the DNA evidence or can at least challenge it in much the same way that OJ challenged the collection and the results. Um, you know, that's the only way this actually, I think would ever go to trial without this guy taking some sort of a deal. Um, it's, um, you know, this case um, coming right on the heels of the um, Idaho case, Yeah, uh, it, it really, among other things, this points out how much surveillance material is out yeah. there. There's That's cameras right. everywhere. There's videos everywhere. Your phone is tracking you and spying on you every yeah. second of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, anytime you use your computer, you can be tracked. Mm. Um people just don't realize so for criminals it, out there i mean there's so yeah, many ways beware. to to trip up one
0: one more question can he sell their house in dc i mean he he's, can can he make business transactions while he's awaiting trial
2: um I, there's nothing that would prohibit that unless okay. these unless um I don't know what his restitution uh, amount is for the, um, the phony Andy Warhol's right. and to the extent there could be just like in the OJ case, there was the criminal case, but then there was also a civil trial for money sure. damages, right. you know, um, the, the chill, you know, the, the trustee for the children might be looking to um, get an order preventing him from selling the house because if he sells the house and uses the money for his own defense, that's an asset that won't be available for the kids. So I would expect the kids will have a court appointed guardian or trustee who might take steps to preserve that asset for their benefit.
0: Folks, quick break, much more ahead our legal expert, Tony Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePetro show. for over 125 years, Ameriprise Financial has provided advice for clients. Unique goals help millions of Americans retire on their terms. Now, as we're at the end of the year, beginning of a new year, why not take advantage of our free consultation? Call Tom Bryan today, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massoid Avenue in East Providence put the strength of a leader in retirement planning to work for for you through a personal one-on-one relationship call tom bryan today AmeriPrize financial advisors 401-434-1510 get solid advice get a plan whether it's for yourself you and a spouse maybe your children or grandchildren take advantage of this free consultation ameriprise financial 401-434-1510 call right now 401 401- 434 1510 Tom Brian Ameriprise Financial Advisors Into the John DePietro show it's AM 1380 99.9 FM you can always listen online at our website petro.com remember weekdays 11 to 2, but visit the website, topetro.com. That's the best way to reach me. There's a direct link, contact John. We also have all our sponsors right there. We have unique original reporting, stories, videos, also all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, when we do Facebook Live, or YouTube, or Twitter. It's all right there at the website, topetro.com. And then remember, once you're there, you can also visit the shop, we have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there. Folks, it all starts by logging on at depetro.com And on the left-hand side, you can always listen live. Again, all our links, everything begins and ends right there at the website, depetro.com. remain healthy stop in and see marie at it's my health 1099 Menden road in cumberland you can also look for her on facebook but call her 401-305-3585 you know the building it's that historic white church diagonally across from davenport restaurant it's my health what do you find inside well first of all great service great selection Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like ICE, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, plus hemp and CBD products, natural skincare. It's my health. Popin and see Marie, 1099, Mendon Road in Cumberland. There's things for your pets, there's things for your children, there's things for your health. Stay healthy at It's My Health, 1099 mendon road in cumberland again call marie 401-305-3585 diagonally across from davidport restaurant it's getting cold already this winter keep your family your employees warm with matthews oil company call them today 401-942-7500 matthews oil company 24-hour emergency service for over four generations they make it easy to keep your home comfortable and safe trusted oil delivery call matthews oil company today 401-942-7500 you can find them online matthewsoil.com matthews oil premier dealer rhode island delivering the highest quality heating fuels at matthews oil They take pride providing reliable, affordable service for you and your family, celebrating 90 years of service. Call them now. It's going to be a cold winter. Get that tank filled. Call Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500. In an emergency, they offer 24-hour emergency service, Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500. 24-hour emergency service, right, Jim? Yes, and hours. for right now, it is expensive for people. You'll work out payment plans for individuals with oil.
2: Yes, we have budget plans. We have. Uh, we also take state. Uh, we take state heating assistance. We belong to every city and towns uh, community action groups. We've participated with that for twenty years. We're actually thirty or forty now since the eighties.
0: It's not solar, but you can help people save money on their electricity.
2: Yes. Uh, If they're a commercial customer and they're with the grid, uh, local utility, we can also uh, provide them with electricity and also commercial natural gas for uh, right to their business.